The time is now. What is the secret to success? Movement. People look at you strange saying you change, like you work that hard to stay the same. Like you're doing all this for a reason. Hard work. Yeah. Works. This podcast is brought to you by Calistica Fit app. Uh, that's right, we got an app also. The Fit app gives you unlimited access to over 100 high-quality fitness classes, and you can choose from a mix of spin, strength, TRX, HIT, yoga, Pilates, meditation, mobility workouts. We got some new content coming out. I just did a DJ spin class that's going to be coming out pretty soon. So check all those things out. Download the Calistica Fit app. Go to Apple Store, go to the Google Store, Android Store, and you can get it all done there. It's very simple. It's our Netflix version of fitness. And point and click and have fun. And by the way, it's less than 50 cents a day. Yeah. Welcome to another Trainer's Talk. This is Donovan Allman. I'm so happy to have you join me today. Later, we have a special guest uh, a client I've been working with for over 10 years. Uh, she is kick-ass when it comes to achieving things all throughout her life uh, in different facets in the corporate world to uh, being a professional bodybuilder and how she became that uh, to what type of music she likes to listen to when she works out. Um, it's, it was a really fun conversation that I had with uh, Susan uh, Hoff about a month and a half ago. Check that out later. But before we get into that conversation, um, I've had people ask me, and and music is such a huge part of how um, we get down in the gym at Calcica Fit with other uh, entities and things that we do. And some people have asked me, what is the favorite music that I like to listen to when I work out? And who are my go-to you know, top three artists when I'm, I'm, I'm working out. So number one, uh, the person who has the belt for me when it comes to, I'm coming to one of their songs within the, uh, within the workout is Rick Ross. The Rick Ross, the boss. I mean, he, he, he has for me the beat, the melody, uh, the lyrics, just the whole vibe of the songs get just gets my my energy flowing, uh, gets me kind of pumped up a little bit. That's number one. Uh, number two, um, I kind of like uh, listening to uh, "Good Times Ahead." It's kind of an EDM style, hip hop style uh, kind of producer producers. They're kind of a duo team. Um, they also kind of go by GTA. And so they've done some really cool remixes and things like that. And uh, I really like their kind of their overall uh, sound when it comes to working out. Um, the last one is a little bit of a kind of tie between Ace Hood and Little John. Uh, another thing, a lot of energy, um, kind of a good go-to and um, when it comes to if I need something to pump me up. Now, if I don't need something to pump me up, uh, and I like listening to Usher, I like listening to um, 
Jay-Z, I like listening to um, all, mixing in the R&B um, type of things, Leon Bridges, those type of things. Sometimes I like my workout to be a, use the mellow music to kind of kick things up. And I spoke to Tara about this and she kind of agrees within that. Sometimes you're using your, your workout as a meditative time. And then I go to the R&B side of, uh, R&B side of me. So check those out. Rick Ross, number one. It's going to be hard to take that bet away. Um, we also got GTA, Good Times Ahead, also known if you look on Spotify. And then last but not least, Lil John, Ace Hood. Both of those are kind of good go-to um, energy type of music. All right, so now we're going to transition right into this great conversation that I had with the one and only Miss Susan Hoff. Yeah! Hello, boys and girls. Welcome to the latest Trainers Talk. This is a very, very special guest. I'm going to read off a couple of things here. So, Susan. Susan Hoff is a self-made businesswoman. Philanthropist. Uh, she's owner of Fantastica Estates, where we are right now. She has been a CCO of Best Buy, Fortune 100 company, along with the CEO of the Best Buy Children's Foundation. Children's Foundation, yeah. exactly. Um, she is a WBFF and Pro Card. She has that, and she's also Miss North America Classique. Yes. Um, she's achieved her NASM personal trainer, primal health coach certification, and she's been on the cover of several magazines. Um, let's let's keep going and see what else we got. The uh, she's also has her MBA in international wine business uh, in Bordeaux, uh, and graduated from that in two thousand seven. So, accomplishment is a thing for you. And uh, where did that come from? I would say I'm very goal driven. Yes, that's yeah. very true. Um, I I was raised being really goal driven. Yeah. My dad is very goal driven, and I have just always found that um, sometimes for people that don't believe that they just automatically have the talent, yeah. if you work really really hard and you uh, stick to it, yeah, um, you're going to accomplish your goal. Yeah, and that's just kind of how I've been my whole life. I yeah. mean, my big thing. At Best Buy, when I started there, I was 18 years old. Uh -huh. I worked there for 30 years. Wow. And my big thing was, by the time I was 30, I wanted to be a vice president. Yeah. Um, and Best Buy at the time was a consumer electronics place that was mostly male-dominated. Yeah. And there was only one other female vice president at the time. And um, the, th the thing is, is my birthday's in January. Yes. Uh, vice presidents were announced in February. Yes. And so I didn't make it by the, before I was 30. Yeah. <laughs> I made it right when I was 30. Yeah. And then um, it was really interesting because once I hit VP, yeah. then I actually was promoted to senior vice president like two years later because the company was just growing. And Rapidly, so it was a yeah. great, great opportunity. And there were more women then also in the, in the ranks. But I mean, it was like you just, you just work through it. Yeah. I just have always believed that, you know, it's out there if you want it. It's a ring. You just got to go grab it. Yeah. And so, I mean, you kind of you kind of briefly spoke about that with your dad. I'm actually going to turn this a little bit. Sure. Um, 
do you do you feel like that one of your ways to really connect with your dad is through golf goals I think so my dad and I have always been extremely close I've been very fortunate to be able to work with him and learn from him and he is just a remarkable, remarkable man. Yeah. And he's very goal-driven. Yeah. And I, I guess, you know, I, I think you you learn so much from your parents. Yeah. I mean, I think about you and your four children and, <laughs> yeah. you know, what they're learning through you. Yeah. And um, that's just the way our family always was. It was, you know, we're going to get here and then we're going to go to the next level. And, you know, I grew up in a household that was, you know low middle class and yeah it was something where it was just like we you know you really wanted something you had to wait till Christmas and maybe you got it yes totally. and yeah exactly and um but you knew that you know if you worked hard enough you would it was like I, I don't know yeah. that's my dad was just um he's an incredible man who set out to accomplish a lot yeah I mean his story is pretty remarkable too he um got married when he was 21 they had me when they were 23. Yeah. And um, and at that time, he was working as a rep for his father, and decided that uh, um, he wanted to get more of a raise because he was you know driving all over the place. But he had a daughter; he didn't want to be gone all the time. And his my grandfather was like, "Well, you know, I, you've done a great job, so I'm going to give you a $25 bonus." And my dad's like, "What?" <laughs> A twenty-five dollar bonus? Are you kidding me? Uh, I don't think so. I'd like I'd like a promotion, and I'd like to make more money. I've got a family, and and um, long story short, my dad was like, uh, I, I can't stay here and work for you if that's going to be the case. And he went off and started a company called Sound of Music, which grew into a company called Best Buy. Yeah. And uh, he created millions of jobs for people all across the United States and in other countries. So. Yeah. And that's a really fabulous company right now. Yeah. And I just feel fortunate to be, have been able to be part of helping build it. Totally, totally. Um, so we have been tr working together for 13 years? 13 years, since 2007, when we moved into the valley. And you moved into the valley. Exactly. You and Jackie had just gotten married. we just gotten married, exactly. And, and you were here, and she was getting things closed up um, out east to yeah. come out here. Yeah, and so when we first met, you know, I think, what would you say was your experience to the fitness industry before we met? Not much. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll be really honest. I, um, I spent a, a lot more time back in Minnesota at lunch hour doing Pilates um, or doing yoga yeah. just to kind of get moving because I have a connective tissue disorder and I really needed it just to stay healthy. Yeah. I just had a, um, a really difficult time. My connective tissue disorders, otherwise people call it lupus. Yeah. I don't like to call it that just because I, I like to think of it as not being that important, <laughs> not being that important or slowing me down. And um, just a, to kind of try and stay. That is a theme right there. She just, <laughs> she just threw a nugget in there. She doesn't like to but keep going. Yes, so, so I am, um, anyway. So yeah, that, that was really it. Yeah. And when we moved here to California, for me, my goal was I'm not going to have to work every single day at Best Buy because I've got work at Fantesca yeah. every day. Yes. But I can carve out at least an hour of time for me. And so my husband and I decided, all right, we're going to go join Solage. And my husband's like, I don't want to join Solage if you're not going to go all the time. And I said, oh, no, no. 
this is my time. My kids are now in high school and I think I can carve out this time. Yeah. And so I started at Solage in yoga. Yeah. And then took some Pilates classes and met you. And then we trained a couple days a week just weightlifting. And the changes that started to happen to my body. And then as I started to learn more about diet, it was kind of like, oh my gosh, this is just fantastic. And it was so nice to be able to wake up and not feel like I was 90. Yes. And not hurt um, and not be sore in the way where um, all your joints ached. I mean, you're always sore when you work out because you have like the DOMS, delayed onset muscle soreness. But um, that was a good sore compared to the other. Yeah. And I realized that, um, you know, even at that point in my life, and I was in my 40s, um, I could change it. I could change the way my body looked and the way I felt. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's, uh, it's, it's interesting because like over, the, over those years kind of seeing you transform and 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 I could see that um, one of your assets is your tenacity because as you moved out here you were getting moving further and further away from the day-to-day of Best Buy and and eventually you left and that's a story well that's well, another story. That's another story. <laughs> we There's... both have a, we left story. <laughs> we ha- yeah, we have. We have. And it was very similar timing, by the way. Yeah, it's all the, the, the Jerry Maguire. Who's coming <laughs> with me? Who's coming with me? So um, I, can, I could kind of see your, your energy kind of switch and like this became, was there, was there a moment when you were like, knew it was like, okay, okay, I got a little morsel. I'm just going to keep diving in what made you continue to dive in get your personal training certification and even start to go into the bodybuilding side of things so we started working out in 2007 yeah and it was just a couple days a week in pilates and then it became more often yeah and then i was in the gym pretty much every day except for sundays yep and not just training with you but i would either train with you and then go to yoga yeah and then people would look at me and go um why aren't you in the gym? Well, I, I, you're actually eating here at Salaj? They were just shocked. But as I learned more about um, the dynamics of fitness, yeah. um, and I started, my body started to change and adjust, I realized that the one thing that I really needed to learn was nutrition. Yeah. So how, how can I change nutrition? And at the same time, I was still, remember every other week I had to go back to yep. Best Buy because I was still yep. running the Children's Foundation. Yep. So... I, I was addicted to working out. Um, I'm still kind of addicted to working out. There's worse things to be addicted to, so I don't mind it. But um, So I would go back to Minnesota, and um, even though Donovan ha- was training me, I would take his workouts with me, and I would go back to the gyms there. Well, all of a sudden, there were people in the gyms there, um, namely Jason Ivesdahl, who yeah. I kind of started working with, because Dwayne, my husband, was training with him in Minnesota. And um, I was asking him about nutrition because yeah. he had an open gym. And he started helping me learn a little bit more about nutrition as we were working out with Donovan's workout at his gym. Uh, long story short, I decided that I was going to work on it with Dwayne and we were going to do it together. Yeah. And this was that that quick, do you remember yes, that? It was the tw- yes, I remember that. It was like a 21-day detox. It was a detox diet to kind of learn what your what upsets your 
your stomach, if you will, and what um, you can digest and can't digest, and you can learn a little bit more about it. It was very informative, but it was also a little scary. Yeah. And um, to the point where I'd say seven days afterward, my husband looked at me and goes, yeah, I'm not doing this anymore. When I broke down in the middle of an airport when I was traveling because I couldn't have milk in my coffee. Yeah. Um, I'm a little, I, I like coffee and I, I like, I like almond milk. No, I found out that I, I actually can't digest milk. And I realized that too. And that's something I learned, but I continued to lose weight. And as I learned a little bit more about nutrition and vitamin supplements, yeah. um, and I traveled back and forth, um, the trainer looked at me and said, you know, you, you look great. You should compete. I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm going to be like 45 years old. I'm a little old to be competing now. And he's like, no, there's actually a competition for people, and it starts at 45, and I think you do really well with it. So I came back and talked to Donovan. I said, well, what, what do you think? And you looked at me and said, let's do it. Let's figure it out. Had you had any comp- – you had no training with competition. Not, not directly with bodybuilding, not like and, that, no. And neither did I. No, you've had a lot of work that you've done with athletes. Athletes, like Football yeah. players and – Exactly. So more of a – Baseball prof- players. Exactly, exactly. But uh, it was – it was like power. I was like, well, one, I kind of like to see. I don't. I don't like to say no when I know there's something that's that's gonna better the client or the person I'm working with, and um, and we went through it, and uh, it was it was a, it was a different world because we learned that the people in it, you know, didn't. You were bringing a level of experience and knowledge and really balance in your life that most of the competitors didn't have. And, uh, you know, we kind of powered through. But do you remember when you were in Vegas when you got your pro card? Oh, I will never forget it. So I started competing in 2010. So that was three years after I started working out with Donovan. And I I, I dragged you all the way through that competition <laughs> world. And to the point where I was just crazy, I really wanted my pro card. So I would compete in Montreal and really work at it. And then all of a sudden, two weeks later, there was a competition, same WBFF, get your pro card down in Los Angeles. And I was like, all right, let's go. I'm going to go do it. So my husband would drive me down there. Donovan's like, all right, come on, let's polish up those muscles and we'll go. But I finally had turned 50, turned 50, and I won my pro card in a 35-plus division. And I don't think think people realize how... (laughs) How, and it was at Worlds. That, that is, uh, I mean, I, I, I know that this is kind of a hard thing because it's one of the things you don't want to bring ageism into conversations, but sometimes that's the reality. And it's, it's a Tom, it's almost like if Tom Brady started playing quarterback at the age of 35. <laughs> and then he got, you know, and then he won the Super Bowl when he turned 40. <laughs> so, <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm, but and he, he's competing against guys or kids that are in that 21 to 25 year old range yeah they're 15 years younger than i am and i'm Mm. walking up there and my big concern obviously and we talked about this was i need to look like i belong on the stage totally and i really really want to make sure that i can do so and um it was such an honor to win my pro card um on the world stage so i was competing against competitors from all over the world um in the uh, 35 plus category and I, it was that evening and it was Vegas, so it was a couple time zones away. I called Donovan and I, I FaceTimed him and this was back before FaceTime was really a thing. Yes. Yeah, and Donovan gets on there and he's like, are you okay? And he's got his glasses on. He's obviously at home doing his thing. He's got his kids. And I'm like, Donovan, 
we won! I won my pro card! I was so excited. And you were like, oh, I, and I think you were just like... I was, I was so happy for you. Yes. I was so happy. You were kind of happy we were going to get off this treadmill because I was going to I was going to take you through it until well, we got this car yeah and I, and I was and I was I was definitely down for the journey but I was just so happy to see how your hard work it already paid off I mean but there is you know people don't say it. I mean there's a reason why we are assessed as a culture over sports and rings and championships and sometimes it feels good to win them it does yeah. yeah, that banner and that medal, it was just awesome. I wore it all weekend because I could and it was Vegas. And, you know, they, everybody wears crazy things in Vegas. But yes, it was so much fun to walk around that weekend with my banner. And I think, uh, you know, we talked about, like, the balance side of things. And, um, and you have a, a, a great cheering section. Um, your husband. I who, do. He's uh, Mr. Viking himself. Yes. Uh, uh, Dwayne, you know, he's fantastic. So tell me, like, how the influence of him has helped you during this this fitness journey, and then also how has that involvement with your kids also, like, so take the the Dwayne portion and then also the kids portion. How have you been able to pass on certain things to your kids, and then what has Dwayne been able to do for you in terms of as a support system? You know, Dwayne is one of those people that I'm just really fortunate. And that I don't know if all marriages work this way, but yeah. my husband supports everything I'd like to do. Yeah. Um, there are a lot of um, marriages where that doesn't happen. Totally. I like the husband's got the things that he's got to get done, and he expects the wife to come home and take care of the things for him. And and Dwayne really is like, all right, if you're going to go out and get that pro card, I'm going to make sure that you can carve out the time in your calendar and I'm going to stay away or I'm going to help you or I'm going to, I'll watch and tell you what I think from opposing perspective. Um, I'll also um, walk down that journey with you when you're um, having to cut back in your diet. Um, you, oftentimes when um, couples are pregnant, um, the man will gain weight because the woman's gaining weight. Um, Dwayne actually lost weight when he was um, working with, when, while he was helping, he was supporting me with my diet for competition. So he actually was pretty happy about it because it was like, oh, you're going to compete again? All right, what are we having for dinner? <laughs> <laughs> so he got to learn a little bit about it as well. So I, and he's been that way throughout my whole career. Yeah. He's, um, even when we were at Best Buy, um, he wanted me to, to make senior officer. So he would go home. Um, early from work um, if I had to have a meeting with um, the rest of the board of directors or there was some other place I needed to be we would alternate in travel and it was important for him to be successful for me yeah um, as well as you know to show that same support and and it's so interesting because it's like positivity and positivity makes something even greater totally, totally so I just can't say enough about how lucky I am that my husband just looks at me and goes all right if you're gonna go do it then I'm going with you yeah which I think is really nice and so he actually lifted weights much earlier than I did in his 30s yeah and he'd get up at some ungodly time in the morning at five and it was like all right you go go to the gym and I was up with the kids getting them ready to go before I would leave for work. And I could never understand why he was so excited about it. But um, I learned that years <laughs> later when we moved here, yeah. which was a good thing. Um, the other thing I think has been interesting is that my kids 
have had an opportunity to see how my body has changed yeah. and to learn how things have improved um, just with diet. Yeah. And so they've literally kind of caught the fitness bug. Yes, totally. Well, so my our daughter Chelsea, who is a whirlwind and successful in, in her own right. I mean, this girl is, you know, Katie barred the door. She's going to make She's things fearless, happen in the world. Fearless for many reasons, and the pun is intended. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's very true. Um, and while she was traveling the world learning to make um, wine, um, she also realized that she had had some dietary problems that were causing her issues and that she needed to get out and get some exercise. And so she went out and she swam when she could swim or she ran when she could run. Mm -hmm. And she learned that you know she needed to pull back on, on lactose and a few other things as well. So I think it's been nice because as I've learned, they've learned. Yeah. And they've been interested in it. Um, our son Taylor recently, so now for the last, this is his fourth week, has been on the keto diet. Yeah. And it's, he's doing great with it because he knows enough about himself that he can't count macros. Yeah. So he doesn't want to, although he is counting his carb macros, which yeah. I think is fabulous. So, and he's also one of these kids where he gets it in his head and he just goes. Yeah. But uh, it takes him a while to get there. Yeah. So, but Taylor is, um, so yeah, I, I think that fitness has really sparked all of us. And then of course we have our own gym here. And so I'm not the only one that uses it. I mean, it is, it's well loved by our daughter and our future son-in-law who also will come in and, and use the gym as well, which is great. And he's um, a past football player from college yeah. down at UCLA. So. Um, we've got quite the gym. We've had people like Mark Sanchez in our gym. Yeah. We've had great guests in our gym. Totally, totally. And I think um, I think that's a great transition of talking about what sparked the build of the gym. So the gym's been here for five years? No, six years. Six years. Okay, so this outdoor gym that we're sitting in right now, and I'll put some pictures up and you'll see those. Um, what sparked that? Uh, you did. You sparked it. I'll tell you why. Because um, during that time in our my fitness journey yeah. and your fitness journey through work and what you were doing with all your clients and your capabilities and what you knew you could grow yeah. to, um, I think it was one of those things where we realized things would be changing and I needed a place to work out with you. Yeah. And I needed to make sure that I wasn't going to lose... Um, the equipment that I needed. Yeah. And I was really specific about what I needed and some of the gyms didn't have it and you're really good at improvising, which yeah. is great. We can we can get anything done with we whatever do, we've yeah, got. Exactly. But um, we realized that we had this space here uh, right next to our house that really wasn't being used for anything because it wasn't sunny enough to actually use to um, you know suntan or just go outside and talk and have a cup of coffee because there's other beautiful places. So we were like, this is going to be perfect for a gym. And I'm like, Donovan, what do you think? And, you know, you came over and you're like, I, I think that we can make this work. And so we kind of looked at it and designed the equipment and the experience together. And, um, and it happened just at the right time it was finished because you were building your next. My, my starting my own company and, yes. and, and kind of going out on my own. And it, it literally happened within two weeks or something of it happening where we were ready to go once the, the change happened. We did. We didn't miss a day. 
which was great. And I was really, I mean, I still feel so fortunate that you travel all the way out here from your gym at Calistoga, which yeah. is now there at Calistoga Fit. Yeah. So, yeah, no, it's been, it's been really cool. And then I think also, too, within that story, you were transitioning out of Best Buy. I was. I was transitioning out of Best Buy. It was, um, my goal was to work there for a full 30 years. And after being the chief communications officer, the CCO, um, and then I, I left and I was actually going to retire at the time, um, they asked me to stay and continue to run the Best Buy Children's Foundation <clears throat> since I had founded it back in 1992 for them. And I could do that being here for a week, being there for a week, but always having, at the time, my, my Blackberry or my Crackberry, as my <laughs> husband used to call it. Um, where I could be available and I also consulted in communications for them and at the time the company was evolving and changing management was changing it it wasn't worth the constant flights every other week mm -hmm. to be back in Minneapolis yeah. um, so while I was going through that very traumatic it was hard for me after you've worked somewhere for so long and you've built it from nothing um, you have a lot of skin in the game yeah. and um, so it was the gym was important to me just because it was like, oh my gosh, I don't, I don't want to lose that too. Yeah. This is something that is the next thing for me as, as we're moving. And, um, and Donovan, you know, it's interesting because as a trainer, you should tell people a little bit about what it's like. It's not as if you come in and are just helping spot people with their weights yeah. or, um, you know, recommending what they should do for their workout. There's a lot of other things that you have to do to kind of help people be healthy and whole. Yeah. Um, as a trainer. Yeah. And when you get to know people, you can spot it right away when someone walks into a gym, like me. Yeah. Yeah. I th I think I think that the thing is is trying to. It's trying to make the experience, even though there's a there's a burning and that there's your legs are on fire or different things like that. But it's, it's trying to set up an environment mentally where you can walk into a space in a weird way. You feel safe when you're there. Mm -hmm. And then at the same time, you, you're you're hearing something from you're hearing somebody saying you can do it. You can do it. You can do it. Um, and I think with everything that goes on in the world, I think a lot of times, even with relationships with really close people, we don't always have that. There's a give and take, and I'm, I'm trying to give as much in those situations so that you walk, people walk out of the gym, it's not just an energy from the actual physical part of it, but it's mentally, and, and they can kind of move through their day with a mental boost. It is a mental boost, but it's also one of those situations where trainers, I'm finding, at least, the one that I've been so lucky to have for so long, you need to get to know somebody for a long time and you see somebody walk into a gym and you're like, hey, are you okay today? Yeah. Like, what's, what's going on? And inevitably, you have to channel something that could be somewhat negative into a very great positivity, yeah. which helps you lift heavier weights in the gym. And that's a gift. Not all trainers can do that. You know, you, yeah. you try as a client even to leave all that baggage at it. On, you know, outside the gym. Totally. But sometimes it follows you in because you are a single person that wears a lot of hats. Yeah. So um, for me, yeah, I was I was leaving Best Buy and and um, had a lot of that 
every day there was something in the news or there was something happening and we didn't know what was going to happen. And, and while I was going through that trial, you were kind of going through that trial yeah. with your role at Solage as they were moving and shaking. And yeah, and it was, it was a transition. I think we both kind of understood that like they were, you know, and, and this is fine in a way, but they were going in a direction that didn't match where we saw our futures going. Same, you know, same thing mm -hmm. for you. And so, you know, we, we, we are, uh, if we're, we're hard workers. So we both kind of believe that, you know, if, if we can hard work our way through and we can learn something new and, and we'll be okay. So. Oh yes. Yeah. More than okay. More okay. <laughs> more than okay. <laughs> totally, totally. So I have a couple more questions and then I wanted to go into a little lightning round. Okay. All right. All right. So um, let's talk a little bit about like actually when we're in the gym. Yes. Um, what, what do you. Which, actually we just were and that's why I look <laughs> the way I do with yeah, we, my crazy we, shoes and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, we just got done with the workout not too right before we started this. And when you, let's talk about mindset. Mm -hmm. So when you're in, in the gym and we're about to do either a series of exercises that are, are tough are a lift that's heavy or challenging, what do you say, what's the inner dialogue like? Um, for me, it's, I have to concentrate and I'm concentrating usually always on my breathing. Yes. Because I just find that um, for me, if I'm not, if my breath is incorrect, it really affects the way I can either, how many pull-ups I can do or if in fact I can lift it. And I always know that I'm like, I'll look at some weights and go, oh boy, um, this is really heavy. So oftentimes I don't look at the weights and I don't count them. I trust my trainer. And we've worked together for so long that I know I'm not gonna get hurt. And I know that he knows what I can lift or what I'm capable of. And I have faith that I can lift it. Yeah. And, and that always goes through my head. I don't, there probably are some people that like to look at the number of weights. Yeah. I don't until it's over. So whether it's a really heavy deadlift or if it's a, um, you know, sometimes it's just something that's very light, but I, um, I'm not real graceful at. And so Donovan and I have worked together for a long time and he knows that, okay, this is going to be hard for you. We're going to do it unweighted first. Yes. And we're just going to kind of get this movement. Um, I'm only 5'2", I've got long legs, but I have a really short torso and it gets in my way sometimes. So um, my mindset is really of, of it's, it's really a trust, I guess. Yeah. And it's always that I know I can lift it. Yeah, totally. So I'm going to. <laughs> and that, that last, <laughs> to. yeah. And um, I do have a problem when I, when I work out with you and you, he's really gracious for, about it. I, I tend to get really, thoughtful about okay we've got another set and we're getting on to the next thing and I'll just keep going and it, I'm like 15 right and he looks at me and goes 12 and I go oh okay sorry and then I move on so if I forget the number that I'm supposed to I just keep going because I <laughs> I'm only going to benefit from the lift so um but sometimes um it becomes a problem <laughs> totally totally yeah it's 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 uh I'm like yeah, she's 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 in she's so in the zone and so focused and she I almost you know there's certain clients most of my clients I'm pushing I'm pushing I'm pushing 
This one's a thoroughbred that I have to. It's <laughs> more so she doesn't hurt herself. She doesn't go so so much. So I have to, in a way, kind of keep things so that we we don't go too far off the tracks in terms of how much work and overload you're doing. Um, so uh, what you know you you're you're on the X Prize. What kind of board is it on? It's called the Innovation Board, X Prize Innovation Board. Yeah, and um, it's really about what can what can we do to make the world a better place, not just the United States, not just California, but the world. So they've worked on projects like sending um, an astronaut to the moon. Yeah, uh, with private spacecraft, which was. Um, uh, SpaceX. Yeah, that's SpaceX grew out of X Prize. Um, we also worked on a project to clean up all the oil spills. Yeah, and basically what it is is it's um, there's a prize out there and it's multi millions of dollars. Yeah, and doesn't matter if you're um, from a university or an educator or a scientist or wherever you're from, you can get together and solve this problem. And the problems have, you know, there's a certain number of, of um, goals you need to meet to say that the problem has been solved. Yeah. And like the Shell Oil um, Prize, um, and Shell Oil and actually Exxon and everybody else out there used this to actually clean up oil spills. That's why you don't hear about them anymore. Yeah. Um, was designed by a gentleman who used to run a tattoo shop, if I remember correctly. Oh, wow. Like, he just had a science background and knew quite a, a lot of other things and had a group that got together. And you would think it was far-fetched, but you know what? He designed it, and it's changed the world. Yeah. So um, I love that kind of positivity. I feel like with the, all the experience that I've had, that I am, like, the least experienced on the enterprise. Yeah board the whole innovation board it's like everybody i talk to i'm like oh oh you were a doctor at the age 21 and you um now are down working with athletes and i mean I, i'm just i'm shocked at the people that i meet they're just so incredibly talented yeah it's it's, it's really cool that when you kind of meet that level of of talent and ambition and um and so kind of transitioning looking looking ahead what what has I mean this that's kind of in a way looks ahead, but what do you what are you excited about when it comes to the future? What are certain things you're looking forward to? You know mine it, it's interesting you should say that because I there, there's always that question what are you gonna do five years from now? Yeah. okay well I'm 55 now. So when I was 25 I could answer that question a little bit easier. but now I look at the future yeah and I and I get so excited because, I love what we've done at Fantesca. Yeah. Um, our winery is just, we've employed some really great people and we get a chance to share a story where people write themselves into the, to the wine story that yeah. they get to enjoy. Um, then there's not only that, but then there's fitness. I'd still love to get um, my pro card, but maybe in a master's division. Yeah. Like, I can't imagine what it'd be like to compete against people that are 55. Yeah. Like, how cool would that be? Um, my own age. I think we'd have a lot more in common, <laughs> exactly. too, which would be kind of nice. Exactly. Rather than me back there, I'm backstage trying to tie somebody's shoe or buckle because they're, they're flipping out because it's broken. They're like, and Susan Hoff. And I'm like, excuse me, Mom, and I got to whip out on stage and <laughs> strut my stuff. But um, 
So I, I'm pursuing that, I think. Yeah. Um, the other thing that's really kind of neat is, you know, we get a chance to help um, our daughter with Fearless. Yeah. Um, and build her brand, but you know, she's getting married, so I, I might actually have grandchildren. <laughs> which is kind of crazy for me to think about because I didn't think I'd have more than two dogs, and we now have three because my husband bought me this cute little husky for my 55th birthday. It was a goofy thing. I've wanted one since I was in high school, and he's like, well, now's the time. We yeah. already got another puppy, so exactly. two of them are puppies, and it's crazy, and you call them the dog pound, and they kind of are. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they come with the gym. They race back and forth. It's not a full day until one of them has jumped in the fountain and run through the gym. Totally, and shakes off right, in, <laughs> right, right when you're you're doing something. So. <laughs> so you're like, oh my god, I'm getting wet, and I'm lifting hundreds of pounds. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. You and can't it, even defend yourself. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You got weight in your hand. And you're like, oh, I'll just, I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna take it. So, um, I just. I'm looking at all of those things. Um, I'm also pursuing my precision nutrition yeah. degree, which is taking me a long time because it's very scientific. Yeah. Um, and it's a lot of reading. Um, it's interesting. So with my primal health coaching certification, they are now coming out with a level two, mm. um, which is also um, now um, a cert certified with the state Yes. as a health practitioner. Yes. Which I'm like, oh my gosh. So it's like a double exam. And I'm thinking, oh, that could be kind of nice to pursue too. Yeah. I don't know that I'll do that this year. Yeah. Because this year is crazy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but um, but I'm yeah, I'm going to continue to work through that. I, I'm very goal-oriented, as you know. Yeah. It's like I have to have that, that goal. Um, you know, whether it's I got to get to 12 pull-ups or now I got to get to 15 or I really want to do wide pull-ups or whatever it may be. Yeah. I, I love those things and that's something that drives me. Totally. And so um, I'm just kind of trying to also take some time to enjoy what I've built. Yeah. And some of the things that I've had an opportunity to do with my life. Yeah. Um, and I also think with that comes education. So it's kind of my turn now to help other people learn. Yeah from my experiences and um, it's an honor to be able to do that and to be able to mentor or to coach. Totally. So I'm kind of looking at it from that perspective. And so I'd really like to do um, maybe some more of that with um, what I've learned from you yeah. in the gym and what I've learned while I've been competing yeah. or what I've learned about food um, and what it's like when you eat it and when you shouldn't eat it and when you do eat it. Yes, but, totally. Um, yeah, so I, I think that's kind of at the point where I am in my life now. I've, I'm lucky to be able to have had so many experiences to be able to totally. assist others. Yeah, so not cool. just my kids, but, but other people. So that's cool. Awesome. All right, lightning round. Okay, lightning round. So that so, just because it's lightning round, it it doesn't mean that you have to answer fast. It means that whatever comes to your head first, just say it, and then and it can be a longer answer. But I don't want you to. To, to craft it so much in your head. I just want you oh. to know what the first thing comes okay. to your mind. We'll start easy. Favorite upper body exercise? <laughs> Bradford's. I can, Bradford I, press. I, I, I can, I can, Bradford press. So it's, it's using the barbell going over and back. It's kind of a great shoulder, overall shoulder kind of exercise. Yeah, it really helps to find those muscles right in between 
Um, and I, I, I like it because I and there a lot of women struggle with that bra strap thing. Yeah. And Bradford presses are fabulous. Yes. Yes. Um, favorite lower body exercise. My favorite lower body exercise. Um, you're gonna laugh, but I, I used to hate them, but I squats. Huh? I yeah. they have made such a difference in my flat-tailed life yeah <laughs> <laughs> and I, I i think that they're just great yeah they're hard yes yeah for sure and i struggle with them a lot but that's my favorite okay outside of your phone what is the one thing you must travel with wow my computer Yeah. My computer. I, yeah. I have to be connected to business and everything else. I'm kind of a crazy person. I have to have that um, in the morning Yeah. where I kind of get ready for my day. I, um, I like to kind of jot down what I'm going to do and get accomplished for the day. And I might have like eight things, but I have to do three of them always. Yeah. That's kind of how i driven. Totally. I um, make progress. Uh, favorite artist to work out to? Usher. Usher. All right. Um, so. Who, yeah, yeah. <laughs> who who inspires you? Who inspires me? That depends. You inspire me in the gym. Oh, thank you. Yeah. yeah. Um, my dad inspires me when it comes to business and being able to do um, things that you don't think you should be able to do. Yeah. Um, my daughter inspires me. Yeah. To um, be thoughtful and to. Um, go out there and make things happen. Yeah. She's, uh, the things that she does and can help, it's just, I'm always, it's crazy. Um, and um, my husband, because he's, he is somebody who is so supportive. Yeah. And um, really likes to help other people make things happen. And I, I just love that. Yeah. So I have a lot of people that inspire me. Yeah. I'm very fortunate to be surrounded by great people. Totally, totally. Um, that's cool. That's a great answer. So, uh, favorite underdog supplement? Favorite underdog supplement? Vitamin D. Mm. Yes, yeah. I don't think we take enough of it, uh, even though I live in California. Um, I think it's one of those things that if you haven't had it, you've got to have it. Um, yeah, for sure. And then last uh, lightning round question, and if you have any other questions for me, you can ask. Um, Biggest pet peeve? When people say they're going to do something and they don't do it. That is my biggest pet peeve. It yeah. drives me absolutely crazy. Yeah. I, um, unfortunately, I'm a little OCD, and so I expect things to happen like this, and they don't. Um, I'm also one of those people when we get in the gym and something's not quite lined up right, <laughs> I have to move it, <laughs> or I can't even start. <laughs> Uh, Donovan laughs at me, but it's it is who I am. So, yeah, that's that's a hard thing because I think when that happens, not only do they uh, disappoint you, but they disappoint themselves because they say they're going to get it done and they don't. Yeah, and it, and it's a chain reaction to a lot of things. And obviously, the only thing you can you can do is is um, um, not let it affect you. Yeah, but that's hard sometimes. Yes, because I have my fingers in a lot of things. <laughs> Yes. And when one thing doesn't quite work, sometimes it just kind of topples over. Totally, totally. Um, 
Awesome. Uh, thank you again for uh, for doing this. This uh, I think I think we're gonna have a round two down the the road. And I was talking to uh, to Chris uh, and my last guest, um, Ron. <laughs> yeah. Now, if anybody becomes the second round, we'll do it with wine. Oh, there you go. That would really be fun. <laughs> yes. So yeah, um, I would like that. You know. Um, and then my next question, which I, I think I ask you yeah. kind of every year, but I'm going to ask you okay. online, which is, so have, what's your next, or do you have um, a goal to um, compete in like a triathlon or a, yeah. on stage in bodybuilding yeah. or a tough mutter or do you? Do you do you ever see yourself doing any of those things? I mean, you. Yeah, it's good, it's a good question. I me, mean, I think several clients who I've trained to do certain certain uh, aspects, like your husband, he did the uh, Alcatraz, the triathlon, yeah. and uh, I've had other clients who've done, you know, uh, rock climbing or uh, tough hikes. Um, I will say that uh, not really, and I think. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and and I think I think there's there's a couple of reasons for it. I think I think for me, um, the things that I get some uh, joy, anything that's gonna put like what I feel like work back on my plate. I like to train so that I'm always available. So I want to. I don't go too crazy in the gym. I push myself, but I I stay within a thing of what the NFL says. It's like you're only as valuable if you can be on the field. Sure. And so that's true. So like I don't I don't usually go skiing because I've worked with so many clients that started with me and I go through their 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 history and I'm like, oh, so you you tore your rotator, you hurt your knee. So how did you how did you do this? Oh, skiing. Okay. Oh. <laughs> All right. Even though we're close to Tahoe and I can go do that. Nope, not going to do that. Uh, so I, I, I think I think some of it, too. I'm in the crust of it right now. I have my kids. Yes. They're um, four. Four, four kids, all under the age of 12, yep. Caleb being the oldest. And uh, I, I remember when he was so little. Yeah. And he, we were going to a, like a local football game and he's crawling around the bleachers and now he's 12? 12, he's, 12. he's, ah, he's up here. It just is like crazy. It happened like overnight to me. Totally, and so <laughs> I think I, I, I could see potentially once they're older and I'm not you know, necessarily the caretaker for them, that it might create a space um, for me to be able to try some of those things. But I, I kind of see those things being more travel related. I kind of do want to travel more um, once once they get old enough to travel with Jackie and, and, and go to different places around the world or even um, locally. Um, so uh, I think that's going to give me the, the the juice of the things that I want to like accomplish or kind of go after is those opportunities. Yeah, and it's not like you haven't done them. You yeah. did Ragnar for I don't know how many years. Yes. And you got Dwayne involved with that and a lot of your clients yes. as well, which is running, is it 100 miles It's a, two yeah, days it's almost, 24 hours? It's almost 200 miles with 12 200 people. 200 miles. Yeah. 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 Crazy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so that 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 kind of feels that cup enough for me, and uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm, uh, it's it's uh, it's one of those things where you're in the crust of it. Maybe in fifteen, ten, fifteen years, if if God willing, I can I all uh, try to go after. Maybe my mindset will change for that. Because uh, I was gonna say, you know, 
spin. Yes. Biking. Yes. I thought maybe you'd think about doing some kind of biking with your team or yeah. with your clients or yeah. some kind of a race or. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I like I said, I. But then I, again, that's that's one of those. They say when you bike and they clip yourself in, it's not. If you fall, it's when you fall. <laughs> yeah. Which is kind of scary because my husband had fallen a couple times and you kind of can't get out of your bike and then that's when you're talking about accidents and you don't want to do that. Yeah. And that's something that we should definitely note. It's like, I don't think you've, in the years that we've trained, yeah. I don't think you've really ever missed a day. I, I'm trying to remember. I, we've rescheduled. Yes. But no. Yeah. Because you are, he's kind of like the pillar of health. Um, I'm not so much, but I would show up to the gym anyway. And he's looking at me like, yeah, no, you shouldn't even be in the gym. But it's like, again, mentally, I needed to be in the gym. Yeah. yeah so, so. But now with COVID, you don't do that. So. <laughs> exactly. 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 <laughs> Whether you have it or not, you just don't go out totally, anywhere totally, when you're totally. sick. Yeah. But, um, yeah, this is, uh, thank you for sitting down. Oh my gosh. Thank you. Yeah. I'm lot. honored to be here. This has been fun. And I'm, I feel very fortunate to have you as a trainer and for so long. Yeah. I mean, I remember being so worried that you were going to leave and go back to the East Coast yeah. with Jackie. Yeah. Because that's where you're from. And I was like, oh, God, what am I going to do? I mean, because we live in a really small town and we don't have the type of talent yeah. when it comes to training yeah. that you provide. And when you've trained with somebody for so long, they know so much about your family. Um, I like, Donovan trains my husband, my daughter, and and occasionally my future son-in-law, and then me. I'm six days in the gym, and um, I can't imagine not being in the gym yeah. that often. So I, I was really worried about it. And so when we were talking about solage and what are you going to do next, and I was like, oh, oh my god, I thought I was going to get sick that you were going to leave. So I was really excited that he opened. Um, Calistoga Fit, and I think Calistoga is really excited to open Calistoga Fit, and it's been great. I mean, yeah. you've done so many good things for the community. So, yeah, hats been... off to you. Well, Thanks. Thank you. Bye, guys. Bye. Till the next. Till the next one. I don't know who your next guest is, but I'm sure they're gonna be great. Yeah. Well, this one. This one's really special. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs>